Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gibbs, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. And today's episode is brought to you by the great folks over at Upside. Please understand that Upside is the place where you can download a free mobile app to get use promo code LOCK and get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. So normally I give y'all suspense. I don't let y'all know who the guest is until I give them the introduction and all that. But this is a man who needs no introduction. Mr. Brett Friedlander. This is one of the biggest games of the year. We're not with the shenanigans today. We got to get down to some business. All right. Because there's there's a, a storm brewing. There's a hurricane that's pretty powerful. That's allegedly headed the way. No, we're not talking about the Miami hurricanes. I said pretty powerful. That should have clued you out that I wouldn't talk about them right then. But with that being said, we got to talk the weather. We got to talk this football game. We got to talk what you think is going to happen, Brett. That sounds like a good episode to you. That sounds like a great episode to me. All right. Well, we're not meteorologists, but we'll give it our best shot on today's episode of Locked on Wolfpack. You are Locked on Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, Brett, this game, top 10 matchup, number 10 against number 5. Am I correct? Clemson's number 5? That is correct, yes. Okay, number 10, number 5. College game day's dead. The whole crew's going to be there. Kirk Herbstreet uh, and, and the boys, you know, Lee Corso is going to be asking for a head on mm-hmm. on Saturday morning. All right. Tell me, Brett, this, all of this going on, and it just so happens to be what is gearing up to be a, a, a weather game that's going <laughs> to go down in the books. Tell me, Brett, are you concerned about uh, whether or not this, this weather is going to hold? And let me ask you this. Do you think that it greatly disadvantages NC State if the weather's mucky and messy and makes it hard to throw the ball? First of all, it wouldn't be NC State or an NC State event if there wasn't drama involved. So right. it right. makes sense Fair that enough. this is happening. That's number one. Uh, number two, I, I don't think the weather is going to affect the game that much. Uh, there's going to be a lot of rain earlier in the day. Uh, for everything I've heard, it's going to be a Friday night, Saturday morning event uh, in the upstate of South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, the field will be soggy, but I don't think it will be uh, a situation like the Notre Dame game here during Hurricane Matthew. Uh, I think the conditions will be semi-normal, and I think that NC State will be able to uh, to do pretty much what it wants to do. And listen, I think NC State's uh, ground attack, as long as Demi Sumo, Carbide, uh, and um, and Jordan Houston are healthy, I think NC State will be able to run the ball effectively enough. Um, And I I don't necessarily think that Clemson is such a great running team that it will give anybody an advantage. I think that this is still going to come down to the best team and whoever does not turn the ball over. You know, I got to say it, and I I know a lot of people aren't going to like this. The reality is, with the way that Devin Lee has been playing this year, as well as what we have seen this year from Clemson's running game, I would think that this being a nasty, mucky, uh, 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 grinded out, grit and grind game, that favors NC State, I would imagine. I would. And listen, don't get me wrong. Those boys over there on Clemson, we thought that those last two linebackers that they had were good. We thought Diskowski and the other guy were We, we thought they were good. 
These these new boys, the Clemson got a linebacker. Who we? It's, it's like uh, the joke that Cat Williams said: uh, a three hundred C looks like a phantom until a phantom pulls up. These two <laughs> linebackers that Clemson got now—they're the phantom. They're, they're yeah. the phantom that pulled up and said, "Oh, your your car doesn't cost a few hundred thousand. Oh, that's unfortunate. So poor of you." Um, but it, let me it tell also- you something though: their secondary is an absolute mess. It's a train wreck. And and here's the thing: if they're going to play man coverage. And, and I know that NC State's offense is not predicated on the deep ball the way Wake Forest's is. But if they're playing man coverage, you've got to take shots. You've yeah. got to send Devin yeah. Carter down the sideline and say, just outrun your guy, Devin, put it in there, because they're either going to get toasted or they're going to commit pass interference penalties to avoid getting burned for touchdowns. It'll be there. Now, the question is, can NC State's offensive line protect the way that Wake Forests did, my guess is yes, because while Clemson's defensive line, when healthy, is still elite, it's not healthy. They're not all back, and the guys that are back are not 100%. They should be able to give Demetri enough time. And that's exactly where I was going to go, but just in the opposite way. In terms of the running game, see, this is why I say me and Brett are like an old married couple because we finish each other's <laughs> sentences here. That defensive line for Clemson and their health is why I believe NC State – Again, it favors NC State even if it's a bad weather game because I think that that, in the terms of who has the better defensive line, I think their defensive line is a little bit better than ours. I think head and shoulders is not like a very clear cut, like, oh, they're light years ahead right now. If all things were even and health was 100%, yes, they would be head and shoulders better, sure. But with what we're seeing right now, it's about a wash, but offensive line is where I think NC State has an advantage to where if you're talking about running the ball and all that, I'm going to tell you this about the Georgia Tech game. Georgia Tech has played three FBS teams this year. Every team not named Clemson has had at least a 150-yard rusher on them. Yeah. Every team not named Clemson. And the, the rushing stats that Clemson had against Wake Forest last week are skewed because the first time Will Shipley touched the ball, he went 39 yards. And so uh, that is the bulk of their, of, their, of their running. And, you know, the other part of it was uh, Yui Agale um, doing, uh, you, know, you know, making things happen when he had to scramble. So, uh, yeah. And, and listen, if the conditions are so bad that they can't throw down the field, and I'm not convinced that they're going to be that bad, but if they are, NC State's offense really kind of fits into that because what do they do? It's a short passing game that they'll still be able to do, right? I mean, yeah. they'll still be yeah. able to hit Thayer coming across the middle and you know out of the slot, and they'll still be able to hit the backs coming out of the, the backfield. And I'm telling you what, Demi Sumo is is the real deal. That kid, uh, you know, it, it, he, first of all, he's a really good running back. Second of all, he's tough as nails. His best yards usually come after he gets hit. Uh-huh. And, and I just think that he's a guy who could have a breakout game in this game, whether the conditions are bad or not. So, exactly, uh, exactly. Um, and, and actually, I just wrote a column that's going to be running on, on our site tomorrow about how Clemson's offense, excuse me, Clemson's defense is really a cause for their concern because it, they just have not looked good. And I'm telling you what, Wake Forest, Wake Forest lost that game last week because they changed. You know, they it, they were getting burned so deep that Dabo changed things around. Instead of going to man coverage, he dropped another man back. They went zone coverage. And so, you know, the whole take what they're giving you, I, I, I agree with it to a point. But if they can't stop you, just keep doing it. But Dave Clawson only threw the ball twice during the last two drives and, and, and overtime. 
I don't understand why you would try to run the ball just because they're, you know, they're giving it to you. Take what they give you, yes. But I mean, if you if they can't stop you throwing the ball, just keep throwing it. Now, now let me ask you some trivia that I, I'm sure is going to be much more your wheelhouse than mine. Who made the song "Don't Forget Who Bought You to the Dance"? Who? who oh, who good made that song? I don't know about that one. I'm sorry about that. Ah, okay. Well, there there was a there was an old song. I, I, I don't think that was the I name. Remember of it. It. I remember it. Yeah, I, we remember the song. Yeah, that, I'm not sure if that was the name, but but the the principle of the song was "Don't Abandon Who Bought You to the Dance," and that honestly, if the weather is great, if the weather is amazing and all that good stuff, and you know the, the field is great and it looks like nothing ever happened, I still think. That again, this NC State team has a slight edge. This this NC State team has a slight edge in that it is Devin Leary has not played good ball this year at all. Uh, you not know what? Though no, I, I I think he I I really like the way he played in the UConn game. Yeah, it was UConn, what? but he distributed the ball. He 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 took a couple of deep shots. Uh, I I really like the way he played uh, against against UConn. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I, you know what? That's fair. That is an FBS opponent. I'll give you that. But what we have seen out of out of Devin Leary so far, even though statistically, if you're just looking at the box score, it says that he's close to what he did last year, nine touchdowns so far, two interceptions. He seems to be on pace. Yep. If you watch the games, there's some a little off. If Devin Leary gets it together this game, if we get the, the Devin Leary of last year walking back through that door this game, Honestly, I hate to say it. I hate to say it. I I think there's a chance that this game gets away from Clemson. Early. Well, let me I just think say this. Let me just say this, Kenton. The thing I liked the most about the UConn game was that they specifically made a point to get the ball to their playmakers. The guys yep. that have not gotten their hands on the ball for the, the first three games, they made yep. sure that Devin Carter got the ball. They Absolutely. made sure that Thayer Thomas got the ball. Absolutely. They made sure – that uh, the, the Jones kid, the, the transfer from Maryland, got the ball. Absolutely. And so, Absolutely. you know, I, I think that's a good thing. Keon the same. I, I by the way, about... grew a pair of hands during the offseason. How about that? He's really become a, a very effective receiver. And, and I know, thought he was very fast, but very, very suspect in the hands department up until this and, season. And shout out to Kelvin Lassay for calling me to the carpet for this last episode. He scored his first ever <laughs> Career touchdown for the Wolfpack. I talked about Porter Rooks' first career touchdown. I was going to say, they also got Porter Rooks they, the ball. And, and, and so, and so you got you got all the guys going, all the juices are flowing, all the good vibes are flowing. Uh, in the words of Frankie Beverly and Mays, happy feelings in the air, okay? Happy feelings are going. Now it's time to take that and go ahead and take it to this Clemson team. And, and don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't suspect that this game will be easy. I don't suspect that at all. Uh, but, it's not going to be. But, but. There's something there. There's something there. Like if you if you ever seen the, the movie 300 when they when they threw the spear <laughs> and they hit Xerxes in the face and they're like ah you may God believe I'm telling you now I'm telling you there's already that little underline of like there's certain Clemson fans already calling for K Club. There's already certain folks saying put K. In See it. that's the thing you know, you know everybody is gushing over DJU because of the performance that he had against Wake and yes he threw for five touchdowns. And yes, he converted what 15 third downs. And yes, he got it done in overtime when they needed it. But let me just tell you this NC State's defense is a different animal than the one he faced last week. Those linebackers, that secondary, are totally different. NC State is going to get stops against that offense. Okay. Yeah, for sure. And for Wake sure. Forest could not. Now, 
I, I, I'm not saying that NC State's offense is going to score every time they got it like like Wakes did pretty much, but uh, I, I think that this is going to be a lower scoring game because I think NC State's going to get going to get stops, and I think NC State's defense is going to eventually be the difference maker in this game. I'll tell you this: even if you go back to the first uh, the first earliest games of the season, if you go back to the earliest games of the season, you'll see that NC State's defense has been firing on on a high clip. From the from the jump of this thing now. That first game against ECU, they were put in a lot of bad positions and still found ways or scored themselves via special teams. So when I'm looking at what this thing, that Georgia Tech team is much more of a train wreck than we originally thought after the first <laughs> game. Why did we not know they were that much of a train wreck after the first game? Well, despite Clemson despite losing really by 30. Explosive. Exactly. Yeah. Despite losing by 30, the entire first three and a half quarters, it was close. And then all of a sudden, like you looked up after four plays and was like, wait, did Clemson just score again? Oh, hey, man, check out the Louisiana Tech game. They gave up 317 yards through the air to Louisiana Tech and didn't put them away to the fourth quarter. And the Furman game, they got out to a 21 nothing lead and then basically shut it down. And you know, they gave up 400 yards to Furman. And they, Furman yeah. didn't score. They only scored 12. But still, it's there, there are plays to be made against that defense. Again, there's – And, I'm and listen, you. listen, Kenton, when, when Dave Doran first got here, you were, you were on that team. How many yep. guys on that defense would have been able to, to start for Clemson, okay? Not many, if any. Not many. Right? I, I was about to say not Clemson, many. Do you think Clemson would take Tanner Engel right now and put him in the starting lineup and, and, and have him be one of their better players? Oh, I'll, do, I'll do give you, you more Clemson than Tanner Engel. take Derek Pitts? And, and Ty, do the same Tyler thing. Baker Williams. I well, I'm getting to him. Sure. I, I was gonna, I was yeah. going down the yeah. list. Yeah, that's that's what I'm sure. yeah. Yeah. Dabo Sweeney, if you gave him the opportunity, would trade his entire secondary for NC State's entire secondary right now. Yeah, yeah, and, and I'm gonna tell you, and I'm gonna tell you, NC State's outside corners have shut me up this year because I, I said it was all about the nickels and the mm-hmm. safeties in this secondary. Yeah. They're the stars of the show. And the outside corner said, all right, hold my beer. It's time for us to play some ball. It's time for us to lock some yeah, Aiden White has made some really big improvement. And I'm telling you what. It's, it's, and that's the one great thing about having really good players around is that the young guys see that and they realize what the standard they have to match is and they work harder to get there. And now, exactly. you, see the, and now you see the, the young guys stepping up. And as a big guy, let me let y'all in on a secret. This NC State defensive line does not get the credit that they deserve because they don't have the sack numbers necessarily to uh, to make you believe that they're what they what they are. But yeah, if you look at their, sacks, they got more sacks in Clemson's defensive line, by the way. And, and I was just about to say, if you look at the number of sacks compared to Clemson's only number eight. one, Clemson's only but, got eight. But number two, but number two, not only that. If you look at the pressure rate, if you look at how many of those interceptions were because NC State. But if you look at the amount of interceptions we have, which is one of the highest totals in the country, if you look at that and you see how it forms, it forms because our corner, I mean, because our defensive line is pressuring these quarterbacks, is forcing them into obvious passing situations. It's a lot easier to get a pick on third and 15, third and 10 than it is on third and two, where you don't know what they do. You don't know what's coming, how it's coming, whatever is coming down the pipe. You just got to deal with it. That is a very, very different scenario. But We'll be right back to talk more of this Clemson game in just a second. But before we do, I got to talk to you all about Upside. From cringing at the pump to getting an eye-popping check at your favorite restaurant, inflation is hitting us all where it hurts. And it really hurts. It hurts. I'm not going to lie to you. It, it really hurts. That's why I started using Upside. Upside is an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out. With every purchase, I'm earning cash back 
thanks to Upside. To get started, download the app for free. The free Upside app and use promo code LOCKED to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Next, claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. Check in at the business, pay as usual with credit or debit, and get paid. In comparison to credit card rewards or loyalty programs, you can earn three times more cash back with Upside. Upside users are earning more than a million dollars every week. That's probably why they have a 4.8 star rating on the App Store. So download the free Upside app and use promo code LOCKED to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's $5 or more cash back on your first $10 or more purchase using promo code LOCKED. All right, now, Brett, we got into the weather a little bit. We got into the defenses a little bit. What is an area that concerns you? What is an area that you say, if this happens, it's going to be a long night for NC State and people are going to be saying, same old Wolfpack? I think the worst thing that could happen to NC State is to get off to a slow start and, mm-hmm. and fall behind. Now, Wake Forest was trailing 14 to nothing and ended up coming back and took the lead. Should have won the game in regulation. But I think down there – Given the whole circumstances and, and and all the criticism, I'm sure that, that that defense has been taking all week down there. I think the worst thing can happen is to to turn the ball over and 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 get behind early. I think, you know, I think NC State really needs to make a statement early and show these guys, hey, this is going to be a long, long afternoon here, so you better dig in. Um, I, I just think that uh, turning the ball over is a very, very bad thing. That's uh, that 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 would be a huge, huge problem. And they okay. haven't done it, and they haven't done it all season. And that's why they, they need to keep to keep doing that. I said this about UConn, and I'm going to extend it out. And some people are going to hate me for saying this. I don't mm-hmm. care. Don't care. When you have a bad team, you jump on them early. You do not let them build confidence, none of those things. Clemson is not a bad team. DJ is not a good quarterback. Do not let him get confidence. If and he's already watch- starting the game with it because of what happened last week. You need you need to remind him who he is right away. But he, and that's what I'm saying. When when I tell you that little chink, you can it, it's almost palpable. You can feel it when a quarterback is playing and they know that the other guy keeps them looking over their shoulder. You can feel it. You can see it in everything they do. And that was there for DJ every single game up until this last one. You can you know feel else, him you know what else they looking need to over do? his shoulder. They need to hit his receivers every time that he he targets them because those guys aren't that good. And they oh, didn't make, I mean, there was a couple of nice catches that they made against Wake Forest, but most of them were easy catches because they were wide open. And they they need to they need to be very physical with his receivers because I think his receivers will start getting those little you know the dinosaur arms if, if, mm-hmm. if that happens. Mm-hmm. And this this brings me to my point about what I'm what I'm concerned about. Okay, the outside corners have performed better, absolutely. They have not seen a wide receiver the caliber of Bo Collins this year. They haven't seen one yet. No. Don't get me wrong. Texas Tech got some big boys. That was a big team. They were boy. That, that, uh, that that win got it a lot better last week, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. It did. But but you know what? I told everybody that Texas Tech team was better than what we saw. I told everybody before the game. I thought it was going to be close because the the numbers added up to like Texas Tech is not bad. That's another story for another time. Texas is not back. Who could have guessed? Anywho, um, the reality is they have not seen a quality of receiver that has a connection with this quarterback like Bo Collins, like DJU. My concern for this game is if they let Bo Collins and DJ get started early, 
And then all of a sudden, you feel that confidence yep. swelling up. You feel all the fans get involved in the game. You feel all that. They need to get on them early because, again, Death Valley ain't going to be silent if Clemson gets down. Nope. No, 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 no. I am guaranteeing you as sure as the sun rises on the east and the west. If NC State gets a sizable lead, there will be cause for Cade. I am guaranteeing this. I am gu- I promise you as surely as I will wake up with no more hair tomorrow <laughs> than I have today. If they get down double digits early. Me and Brett were talking about the glare coming off our head before we got on there. <laughs> Just letting y'all know. If they get down double digits early. I believe that Clemson faithful is going to turn on DJ real quick. And when that happens, he's going to start to get in his head and it's going to turn into a real long day. But if they let Bo Collins and him get going early, if they let Shipley have a 39-yarder first touch early like Wake Forest did, that offense is going to start to swell with pride. They're going to get their mojo going. They're going to start feeling good. And next thing you know, it's going to be a tough time to stop. By the way, uh, they can call for a kid Klubnik all they like, but it, he, they aren't going to see him because if he was ready, he'd already have been playing before oh, this. And so uh, he, he's not ready. And, 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 and to me, the fact that he's only taken a handful of snaps in the first four games says that he's not ready. Absolutely, because we, we saw it last year with the guy that they said was a bigger Russell Wilson that uh, they're not afraid to pull a DJ if, he's not, if it's not going right and, too far. It's really unfortunate that that bigger Russell Wilson guy didn't pan out, huh? Unfortunate. Anywho, moving hey, right along. Speaking of Russell Wilson, have you seen him lately? You want to talk about oh, God. Oh, Sierra's Lord. been feeding him well. Lord <laughs> Jesus. You know, you, you know, you know, he's 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 struggling right now, but this, it's a first-time head coach, too. You know what I mean? I yeah, yeah, I yeah, 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 get the struggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not talking about Pat Rose right now, okay? We're not talking about Pat Rose. We, you know, they, they, took a, they took a pick six back from Chubb last week, too. It's, it's a tough time for Pat Rose right now. It's a tough time. It's a tough time all around. We ain't going to talk about that right now. We're going to get a word from our sponsors, then we're going to land this thing, all right? <laughs> and we're back. So, Brett, before we get out of here, let me ask you this, okay? I've talked about the, the best-case scenario for State, the worst-case scenario for State, all that good stuff. But let's be honest, okay? This is, I would argue, I would argue, this is biggest football game in program history. I would say this is, I, I would say that a, a win here does more for the program than any other win, and that's including, I'm sorry, Thunder, I know you, you my guy, you know I listen to you, I know you listen to this show, it's bigger than the win against Notre Dame in the bowl game when, when Thunder and, and Phillip Rivers and, and T.A. McClendon were there. So, what do you think if this if this game if this game is a win for NC State decided or close don't matter NC State walks away with a W what do you think is the uh, impact on this program immediate and possible long term well first of all I agree with you I think that this is by far the most meaningful game in program history because listen they haven't beaten Clemson in Death Valley since what 2002 I believe it is mm-hmm. 20 years uh, they have not won an ACC championship since 1979 and while this game will not decide that championship it will definitely put them a leg up uh in that direction and so yes this is the biggest game in the history of the program until next week if they win because next week Mm. they play at home against florida state Mm. and it's going to be just as big in in the great context of things so while i think that the short term will be huge it's not going to be very long lasting because they got to do it all over again. And they're going to be playing a team that could be coming in here undefeated again, a division rival. 
Okay. Okay. Uh, right. And so I, I just think that uh, it's it's a means to an end rather than an end. Um, mm. But it's one that they really have to have. Look, I wrote a column about this a couple of days ago. This is the opportunity that they have been wanting for a very long time. They've been talking about it since the UCLA game got canceled. This is your NC State. This is your opportunity. Here it is. Here's your chance. What are you going to do with it? And and I I want to I want to just I want to take a second there because I like what you said in that this will be the biggest game until next week. <laughs> that is the sign that you are a program either ascending or currently sitting sitting on a perch of greatness. That's the sign. When every week when you know bad teams, it's like wait. Did Kansas just win a football game? Oh, my God. This is crazy. Shout out to Kansas. The boys in Lawrence are playing some great football right now. Their quarterback is outstanding. Outstanding. I love him. I love him. He's so good. He's so good. Anyway, shout out to the boys in Lawrence. But I'm saying, back when Les Miles was there, if Kansas won a football game, it didn't matter (laughs) if they were beating the Southeast Directional School for the differently able. You would sit there and you would say to yourself, Kansas won a game. But then you look at middle of the road teams. You look at what NC State has been historically, right? And when we got an upset against a Florida State, against a Clemson, against a, you know, whoever, whoever was the top team at the time, it was like, wow, we got an upset. This is great. This is good. But Kenton, that's the reason why they would then turn around and lose a game they had no business losing. Either to Virginia on homecoming or to Syracuse or somebody like that. That's the reason. And I think that's the reason this team is different. And then you turn around and look at the best teams. Look at the best teams. You look at, I grew up a Michigan fan, a huge Michigan fan, back when they had uh, Mike Hart and, and Chad Henney and, and Jake Long and all those guys, Steve Breston, mm-hmm. Braylon Edwards, uh, Chris Perry. That was that was my era, right? Yep. Michigan had to do it every week. Yep. They had to do it every week and, and against division, Ohio State. And the Atlantic Division is no joke. It, it It's for real because not only do you have Clemson and you have Wake Forest, which we saw just took Clemson to double overtime. You got Florida State looks like they're back. They're four and zero. Syracuse is is I, I think a fraud, and I think they're going to get exposed. But you know what? They're going to be five and zero after this week, and they've got you know a quarterback who is competent, and they've got Sean Tucker. So I'm, you know I'm it's no you joke. You're going to get you're going to get, and then and then you know what? You play at Louisville, and they've got they still have Malik Cunningham, who even though he doesn't have a lot around him, can still win a game by himself. You've got to be ready every week against these guys. I'm, I'm going to tell you this, and this this goes to speak to how good the, the Atlantic is as well. I disagree with you about uh, Florida State and Syracuse, about which one are frauds. I think that Florida State – I don't think that Syracuse is not a fraud. Don't don't get me saying that. I think that they are. I think Florida State is a fraud as well. I think well, that we don't – We're going to find we, out Saturday. We didn't properly realize – people didn't properly put credence into uh, into LSU's All-American receiver halfway through the game deciding – Eh, I'm done with football right now. And the fact That's that they came cool. a missed extra point uh, in the uh, with time expired away from going to overtime and maybe having Mike Norvell fired on the spot. Ding, ding, ding. They were literally one extra point away. But that's another story for another time. But this is this is the, the sign that we are heading towards. We're trending in the right direction because it's 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 a big game to another big game to another big game. To you got to do it again. You got to do it again. When I first got to Cast Tech, anytime we beat a really good team, people were like, "Oh my God, you beat a really good team!" And then all of a sudden, after my sophomore year, we went undefeated. And the year after that, people said, "Well, well, how how good are y'all? Can y'all do it again?" And every game became a big game. Then we won a state championship, first in the history of the city. And then senior year, we got everybody Super Bowl. We were everybody said, yeah. "If I can make a play against those boys, I'm gonna go where I want to go. I can write my ticket." 
state is trending in that direction to where if they keep this up, they're going to be the guys at the, at the top of the mountain. Like, yeah, yeah, we're the big guys on the block. You beat us. You've done something good with yourself. So, you know, I'm not ready to say the Clemson's empire has fully crumbled and fallen and all that good stuff yet. But this game would, would go a long way into doing so. Now, let me ask you this before we get out of here because we I know we got some time. Uh-oh, we got I was some afraid you were going to ask me this. You know it. You know it's coming, Brad. Give me the prediction. <laughs> Talk to me. Who wins the game in in uh, in Clemson, South Carolina? Who goes into Death Valley and comes out a winner? Kenton, um, I think NC State is a better team on both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this is a game NC State is just doesn't win, and until they do, mm. I can't I can't pick them. So I think Clemson's mm. going to come out a, 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 and, and and win this game by by a point or two at the end. Oh, a point or two at the end. You heard it here first. I hope folks. I'm wrong. You heard but, it here first. But but until until State goes goes on the road and wins this game, because they haven't in the past. As long as long as you know, as long as as long as Christopher Dunn makes the field goal at the end, I you remember it, you until remember that happens, last, I can't pick them. Last year, I'm fairly certain both of us picked Clemson. Last yeah, year, I'm fairly certain both of us picked Clemson. So there you go. And, and they were. Uh, now, listen, y'all got to stick around and get my prediction. Y'all got to stick <laughs> around. I See, that's the beauty of being the host. Because I get to get the guest prediction while taking the pressure off myself. Y'all got to stick around and get my prediction. But you heard it here first, folks. Brett Friedlander thinks that State just barely misses it at the end. I Something hope they prove me wrong. But wrong. until they do, I just can't in good conscience pick them. Absolutely. <laughs> well, Thank you so very much for coming out, Brett. Tell the folks where they can find your work because I've been reading you. You've been putting out some great stuff as of late. Where where can they find it, Brett? Saturdayroad.com. It's been a lot of fun doing that, too. Uh, and also on Twitter, at BeFreedACC. They, they need to let you do more video, man. You you, you don't <laughs> got to – you know, some some writers and reporters, they got a face for print. You know what I mean? You got to put that thing in print. You got to make sure – you don't got a face for print. For print, bro, you got a TV face. We need to get you on screen more, man. Anywho, Wolfpack Nation, thank you so very much for coming out. We've got more coverage of this game coming up. Y'all know how I do it. We're doing the big guys, the big skill, and the skill position, and, of course, the quarterback position and special teams all this week. So stick with me. Peace and love, y'all, and as always, go Pack. Our Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.